0: Welcome back to Secrets of the Sale. This is Nadine Morenci-Moss, your host, and we have a special guest. We have a distinguished guest, actually, uh, Clyde Vanell. Clyde Vanell is the Assemblyman member of the 33rd District of New York. He is a Democrat, and his district includes Cambria Heights, St. Albans, Hollis, Queens Village, Bellrose, and parts of Floral Park
1: in Queens. Nadine, I'm excited to be here, and I didn't <laughs> know I was distinguished. Thank you, excuse Absolutely. me. <laughs>
0: Clyde, we're going to get right into it. Um, what are some of the common issues and challenges that your constituents face pertaining to housing, be it tenants and or homeowners?
1: Well, before I get into that, Nadine, I, first of all, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be on the podcast. I'm, Thank I'm you. I'm excited that you're you're bringing information and 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 entertainment and stuff to the to the world, not just the community to the world. So so kudos to you on on, on doing that.
0: Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. So.
1: I guess I mean I guess I wanna I wanna pivot the the question just a little bit. Yes. Um, um, because everybody understands, you know, common issues. People, you know, housing is expensive in New York. is uh, expensive. Uh, property, you know, uh, the cost to purchase a house is high. Right. Property taxes are high. All right, we get all that. But one thing I wanna make sure one, one thing that I wanna uh, get people to think about and understand is. We still have a lot of people that are not homeowners, right? And this, in my area, there are a lot of, it's mostly single-family homes. Mm-hmm. But how do we, Nadine, how do we get people, younger people, how do we get adults, working adults, to, to go from renter to owner? Right. No matter what, you're going to have issues. You're going to have issues, you know, you're going to have issues with rent and landlords. You're going to have issues as an owner. When you're fighting against uh, you know uh, hiring to fix the house and property taxes but what position would you rather be in right and I think our people need to people need to own a piece of New York
0: I agree with you 1000% and one of the
1: biggest I think one of the biggest hurdles for renters is the mindset to become an owner
0: I agree with you we talked about this offline um, you 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 pose a question, and you know I remember talking to quite a few people calling me looking for a three bedroom apartment, two bedroom apartment, a few years ago, saying that. But my my questions that I, I post to the people are, what is your income? What is your occupation? How many people do you have in your family? I try to identify, get to know my my client before we even talk about. Renting a, a, a property, purchasing a property, because I want to see if that person is actually capable of purchasing before I even take them to see an apartment, because that's that's what I try to do too. I try to shift and redirect the people's mindset so they can say, you know what, what am I doing? I, I want to post, I want to state this. There is a client that I had about three years ago, call me looking for an apartment, three bedroom. This man worked at BlackRock. Um, you know, his income was wow. like what two two fifty. Right. His wife was working as well. She was a teacher. Right. Three kids. They were living in an apartment. He called me looking for a three bedroom apartment. He was moving from from a two to a three. His credit was in the mid sevens. He already knew, and he was in finance. Wow. Wow. So I said, What what are you doing? Why are you looking for an apartment? He said, You know what? I don't know. I said, do you know, wh-? he lived in Brooklyn. I said, do you know what's going on right now in Brooklyn? I said, what? No, no, no. First of all, we need to get you pre-approved. We need to get you looking at houses, not apartments. And he said, all right, give me a minute. Let me talk to my wife. He called me back like 20 minutes later. He said, let's do it.
1: Good, good. And,
0: um, you know, I'm very ecstatic to hear that he did that. He didn't buy a house from me. That's fine. I don't even care. We looked in Queens. We looked on Long Island, but his mindset was in New Jersey. He bought a huge home in New Jersey, swimming pool. Took a picture next to it and said, "Thank you so much."
1: What's very important is, is look as as a and you know I'm not a real estate guy, but as a as a lawmaker, as a policymaker, mm-hmm. it's, uh you know uh, we can set policy a number of different ways, and we can figure out how to put people in a better position mm-hmm. than they are today. I think it's wrong. I think that we need to try to get more people to uh, and, and if we're talking about African Americans and people of color mm-hmm. it's important for us to get more people of color and more working people to be owners right. um, and not just renters right. it's important to, also it's important to transition people from public housing or, or assisted housing to renting to home ownership and part of the reason too is you know um, it, to get solidly into the middle class and to be able to do better mm-hmm. you know the for the middle class you know usually the home is the is their greatest asset right um and with with home ownership and with that asset that appreciates you can you know families can leverage that a whole lot more than uh, if they are if they are renters, so it's very important for you know before we get into issues of housing, yes, to understand the step back and understand the bigger the big picture of I want more of us to be homeowners, yes, and then we could once you're a homeowner, then we could talk about whether how to invest in real estate or how to become an investor. But if if we're not even on that homeowner conversation, then I'll just talk about people are getting evicted, rent is high, you know, families getting displaced, homeless, da, 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 mm-hmm. Keep in mind, no matter where you are, you're going to have problems. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have the problems of an owner than the I problems agree. of a renter. I agree.
2: I'd with rather you.
1: have to sit here and tell you, man, Nadine, you know, my roof, I got to change my roof and that's mad expensive. Right. That's my roof. Right. I, I'd rather have issues saying, you know, I'm, I'm mad at the city because I have to fix my sidewalk again. And -hmm. they're charging me. Those are problems that I'd rather have than to tell you my landlord didn't turn on the heat.
0: I'm glad you pointed that out because I remember uh, a tenant calling me saying, I'm living in this. She's a teacher. Great. Her income is, you know, it's fairly okay. She can, she can purchase because she had a significant other, but she had a, she had a hole in her roof because she was on the top floor. She said the landlord is downstairs, she's upstairs, she has a hole in the roof. The landlord refuses to fix it, and every time it rains, it's raining on her furniture. But guess what? It's, she has no control over that because right. that's not her house.
1: But keep in mind, it's not for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But for the people that can, go, that can transition from rent to ownership, we should help them. You're, you're there to help them right right you can close that gap and there are many people that are not homeowners that can be homeowners and and what's blocking them is their mindset what's blocking them is that they don't believe it's possible correct right look it's not easy Mm -hmm. oh one thing i'm saying too is also i'm in the government but i don't believe in handing stuff out too stuff ain't easy right right for you to own a home in new york is difficult Mm -hmm. it's not easy you have to first you have to make sure your credit is correct you have to make sure you save for the down payment Mm -hmm. and the transactional costs Mm -hmm. you have to make sure that um, you know you make you have to make sure that you you purchase something that you can afford right outside of all that you know a numbers it's just numbers do you have the down payment do you have the income do you have the credit right I think that's the basic stuff right yeah (laughs)
0: You, pointed, you, mentioned, you mentioned something. You said that not everyone is prepared to become homeowners. But guess what? You don't have to buy a house per se. You can buy a co-op. You can buy a condo because it's relatively less than purchasing a one-family, fam- single single-family or multifamily house. And that's a start because you're still building equity. So some people who feel like they can't afford, like I have a client right now, he's a postal worker. He said, Nadine, I want to purchase a co-op because I know the houses are too much for me right now. So he's looking at a co-op for two hundred, two ten. This still exists in New York. So,
1: yeah, when I talk about homeowners, I just mean owning. So whether it's co-op, right. condo, house, you know, either you know, I'm mean, being anything in that stratum. So right. I'm not saying you know you have to, right? But to be owner, to be right. to be an owner. No, also, I just uh, no. An, yeah, I want the
0: audience to, to understand that there are different levels to it. I right, j- right. J- and j-
1: people can become owners. Right, but again, um. As a politician or whatever, or, or, or someone who's a business owner or a homeowner, mm-hmm. I'm not here to sell for anything, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my job, I think my job is to try to, uh, to get us into a better place, but to try to get us to become, more of us to become owner. Right. More of us to be, to, to be, to be in that space. But it ain't easy, it's difficult. Right. Right? It's, it's difficult. But I, I, you know, I'm... I'm blessed to be in a, from a, in a in a district that has mostly homeowners. We have some rentals but mostly homeowners. So I'm dealing with homeowner issues. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a space now where in my this, in my area and this is happening all across the country right. but, uh, but especially in um but especially in New York, I'm in a working class neighborhood. My parents are blue collar workers. Most of the previous generation that own homes in this area Mm -hmm. are blue-collar workers. right? And union workers or what have you. And they were able to buy a house in Cambria Heights a few generations ago. Right. Today, in that same neighborhood, in these working-class neighborhoods, the homes are not working-class prices. Now, that this generation, the gen ex you know the the millennials yes. or not even the millennials, the young adults, uh-huh. the adults can't afford, and I'm talking from twenties to forties, yes, can't afford to live in the neighborhood that they grew up, can't afford to buy in the neighborhood that they grew up in, yes, that's a challenge, right? So the amount of money that they make, they can't afford, or it's much more difficult to purchase in that neighborhood so we're talking about you know these in these working class neighborhoods we're not talking about manhattan or, right right or or downtown brooklyn or, right or even you know south bronx we're talking st albans yes. Cambria heights yes. Green village jamaica you know these houses are some of them are half a million dollars or more so that's another that's a challenge it's a it's a gift but a curse at the same time the gift is if you're able to own one of these properties you know you're going to be you're sitting on a million dollar asset in a few years or at least in 10 years right right very easily if you're not in the game it's harder to get in it yes how do i solve that challenge now i don't want the prices to go down because it's good it's building wealth in my neighborhood yes but how do I make it how do I close the gap so that you're able to purchase okay right so I have to we have to solve that income
0: yes disparity pension. now there are a few things bubbling in my mind as you as you mentioned that the first one is like you said these homeowners they own properties for years especially Cambria Heights St Albans they've owned these homes for three four decades so why not take some equity and help your child or, or if you're retired, if you're retiring, pass it down to your child. If your child is really putting their effort into being a, su- a successful and productive member of society. I mean, I'm not talking about the children who are just like, hey, give me a house and I'll do whatever and I'm going to lose it in two years. I'm talking about the children who are working for Department of Education, Corrections. You know, working for the city, maybe their parents give them the house, and they can, you know, now do some renovations and live comfortably,
1: right? So, so a couple of things. Some some families do it right. Some families do it wrong. So we're in a space now where folks are um, a house rich or house wealthy, right? but mindset is not there so people have to under so for example if we do certain things in the community and and the property values raised by 20 Mm percent that means your net worth is raised by a whole lot of money but if your mindset is oh my gosh i don't want my values to go that high because i don't want to pay taxes (laughs) on the property taxes you understand so that's there are people with that mindset, but I also have a lot of people that are own that own these homes. That is also a, a real issue because you know it's, this is an aging community. Most of the people that are in these homes are upwards of you know uh, you know they have a fixed income because they're much older. Right. So you know part of what we do we have certain programs to keep for certain seniors for seniors at a certain age mm-hmm. to keep the property taxes at a certain price, but. Ultimately, it's a good thing for property values to go up. Yes. Steadily. Yeah. Right? Um, The challenge is, how do I get... How do we keep that wealth in the families? How do we keep that wealth in the neighborhood so that people aren't losing homes with no mortgage, Hmm. which happens?
0: Reverse mortgage.
1: Reverse mortgage, uh, uh, um, uh, not properly... Uh, passing the estate uh, 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 to the next generation estate planning um, lack
0: of estate planning
1: many different reasons mm-hmm. um, um, allowing contractors to come in and do stuff in the house that you which you didn't need and can signing it so so they'll let so but how do we make sure we don't lose that wealth? Mm-hmm. That's number one. Um, um, but another issue too is, the next generation mm-hmm. sometimes don't appreciate the asset that their family has. Okay. So when folks, so I grew up in this neighborhood. I got a lot of brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we, you know, a lot of us are still in the neighborhood or what have you. But people that I grew up with, some of them are part of what we suffer in 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 Jamaica Queens is, and and uh an exodus of the the of the previous generations because we ain't got no Starbucks out here. There's well no now cafes. we do. <laughs> I mean Okay, yeah, but but generally speaking, the area's not sexy. Yeah. There's not many places to go out to eat. Hmm. They're not there, there are not many places for younger people to congregate. That we don't have restaurant rows out here. So that's something that we have to. That's a challenge that we have to do. So when when a, when a person grew up here from kid from from you know from grade school to college age or adult age and they leave, they don't come back.
2: Mhm.
1: Mhm. Or when they at a certain point, or when they you know when they are able to go and get their own place, they go somewhere else and not come back. Mhm. And, um, or they'll go and purchase and rent somewhere that's expensive and not realize that their parents or not appreciate their parents' house. So that's something too. That's something that we have to, uh, we have to address the, the intergenerational transfer of assets. And, 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 and older generation has to understand that Younger generation has to be able to take that and build on it and appreciate that asset.
0: Well, at this point right now, I don't think that that might be too much of a concern with gentrification occurring in Southeast Queens. So what is what is your perspective on gentrification? Because it, it, it is happening.
1: So, like, for example, if you own, that's not a big issue. Right. So in ownership areas. So. Um so in in places where you own, right you people would have to come and buy it from you. Gentrification generally speaking is a is a major problem in areas where m- many people aren't the owners of the properties. Renters come in. It is, it is faster for renters to come in and rent at higher rents than for people to infiltrate buying up.
0: That is true, that is true.
1: So, that's one. Two, I'm not necessarily against the uh, increase in property values. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If you see, if you own, if I own in my area that we see certain trends are happening, right? You get, There are certain responses you can have. You can have a response of saying, "Okay, let me invest in here, also. Let me improve here, also." Um. Because it's you know, it's, like I said, it's important for us to be owners. Mm-hmm. As a policymaker, it's important for me to. Make sure certain people don't get displaced and make sure that as the areas improve that the general community can benefit. So gentrification is such a loaded word to me, right? right. Because it means a lot of things to different people. But since the beginning of time, there have been people who have migrated to different areas. the beginning of time yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean so um and when people have my for economic reasons for jobs because it was cheaper over here it was blah, blah 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 so when outsiders come in it changes the fabric of what was already there right right so, is that negative? Is that positive? Is that blah, 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 blah? So, I'm not someone who just has a knee jerk reaction to that word. Okay. Okay. But remember, I'm a person whose parents came here from another country. Right? And when they moved into America, they came and took jobs. They came and worked at certain places and they moved to certain areas. I'm a person that, you know, so um, that people moving for economic reasons is something that's always happened. Um, we always have to protect the the people, the least among, the the poor. We always got to protect the poor. We always got to protect. Um, but at the same time, you know, we always got to protect the poor and the people that don't have the ability to fight for themselves. But at the same time, too, we have to. I speak, and more of us need to speak from the perspective of owner and investor. We had the opportunity to invest, also.
0: Right, right. You know, I, I'm not against gentrification either, because, like you said, it increases. It it does a lot to community. It it's diverse. It, it makes the community diverse. It makes it increases property values. Uh, it benefits the community if you're in the right position, as a homeowner. Uh, with respect to, like you said, tenants are unfortunately more impacted by gentrification than a homeowner because a homeowner has a choice and their choice is whether do I want to sell or do I want to stay a tenant has no choice because eventually when other tenants with more income uh, have the ability to rent your apartment the landlord is going to find a way to make sure that they get more money Uh, but with owners like right now in Jamaica I don't know if many people know that Jamaica right now, two families, it blew me away because that showed me how, 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 how little time I've, I've been investing into researching because I'm really big on researching and doing my due diligence to stay abreast of what's going on in the community. Two families are selling for 900,000 in Southeast Queens now. Easy. That blew me away because that
1: happens this year. Now, keep in mind the, the, so the, the, the. The families, the people that own that asset now, are millionaires. Is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing because what does it do to the community? So, so part of, so part of. No matter where you are, you're gonna have problems. Right. Right. You're gonna you're gonna deal with certain problems. Do you want to deal with problems of an owner? Do you want to deal with problems as an investor? Do you want to deal with problems as a renter? Mm-hmm. No matter what, remember, and I'm in politics now, so I have right. to deal with, well, so what kind of problems do I want my people to have? Right. That's what, right. Where do I want my people to be? And you know what? As own what I've realized. Sorry. What I'm saying may be controversial. People may not like it. Yes. Where, where do I want my people to be? Yes. And I want my people to have the problems of the investor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you're the, you know, you, you, and if we know that this is happening, in, we knew that this was happening in, in, you know, in downtown Jamaica, we knew, did we take advantage of it? And not did, are we taking advantage of because it's process. It's going on. It's a process. It, 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 is, is, there is there still time? there are of there still course. opportunities? Of okay. Of course, there are opportunities. Of course, there's still time. Okay. Of course, there's still time. But 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 if we walk walk around with our heads down, and say, "Oh man, look what's happening to mm-hmm. us." Oh man, I I don't even use that word. Okay. Because I don't let I don't I hope I don't put myself in the mindset of Oh my gosh, I'm helpless and I can't do anything about it." So not just me, but for my community. Right. So there are major investments going on in Queens, like $10 billion are going into the airport at JFK to, to redevelop air, at the airport. A billion dollars is going into Belmont Park to have the islanders there. How do our company, how do our entrepreneurs take advantage of that? How do our people that work take advantage of that? We, the, 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 the development in downtown Jamaica, how do our, we get our companies to help build there? When we have hotels, how do we get how do we get our companies to be the ones that the ones that maintain the 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 hotels, the ones that clean the hotels, the one So, how do we take advantage of the opportunities? So I don't use the G word.
0: Okay, I love I love it. I love it. I like that. <laughs> so now talk about let's let's stick, let's stick to downtown Jamaica. Downtown Jamaica is experiencing one of the biggest growth in terms of new developments and projects. And many small businesses are being priced out due to a substantial increase in their property taxes. What can some of those, businesses, those small businesses do?
1: Challenge. That's a big, major challenge. So, you know, you're talking about the challenge of the cost of rent for retail. Mm-hmm. So not only downtown Jamaica, but all over, retail is suffering major, major... Major challenge because of where this world is going. Malls are suffering. It's it's Christmas time and and how long you been in Queens? How long you been out? Uh, uh,
0: since two thousand. Since two thousand. So you
1: you know that you know at this time going to Green Acres Mall is usually crazy. The traffic is off the hook. Mm -hmm. Usually, not so much as it was in the past. More and more people are shopping on Amazon.
0: Oh yeah! More yep. and more
1: people are shopping online. Retailers, you know, are closing shop left and right. Right. So retail, the face of retail, issue. We have to we have to reconsider the face of retail.
2: Hmm.
1: So not, so that's not only a downtown Jamaica issue. Right. At the same time, too, in New York, commercial rents are crazy hmm. they're very expensive so and and commercial property taxes are expensive yes so it's it's, it's a different you know i you know we're trying to figure out you know what we can do with with uh with retail for downtown to for, for all over new york it's a problem all over i i don't know if we have this i don't think we have a solution yet mm-hmm um some people talk about experience retail where um where you go to the place to get an experience not just to go shop oh. right you can't get that online right, right. So online you could only buy the stuff so think for example um you know if you want to purchase you know like, like the nfl store mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know you can go and interact with stuff in the, in the store and maybe I don't, you know, people pay for an experience, right? But, um, you know, uh, online retail and the internet and technology is disrupting a lot of the face-to-face retail stuff, right? Right. You can do more. You can purchase more stuff on your phone than, uh, you know, than you can had in the past. Mm-hmm. Now they have. I have an Echo uh, in my house. It's a, <coughs> you know, Alexa, the thing from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I can just purchase I can just say the things I want to buy and that's it.
0: Oh wow. Yep. Ooh.
1: So it's things are changing. So I you know, I d I don't know how to you know, it's it's but I do know mm-hmm. that the development, you know, the development downtown in downtown Jamaica does have some opportunities for certain kinds of businesses to be down there. Like I think we have some successful restaurants in all the Southeast Queens that could have a location in downtown Jamaica. Okay. Um, I do believe that um, to talk about retail that's going to be there you know we should have some successful businesses that have from the area that have places and that are tenants in JFK Airport. Okay. And same thing at, at, at Belmont so there are there are opportunities that we you know we're looking at to make sure that companies and people from our area take advantage of of the of the the benefits that we have out down here
0: that's good to know uh you know i spoke to one of the one of the developers at your 444 series panel by the way if you were not at his Clyde Vanel's 444 series panel uh in the summertime this past summer you missed a whole lot because the, he had a dynamic uh panel group with uh the lovely Vera Moore uh Shah Money Praz, Meredith Marshall who is actually the developer I'm talking about, uh, and he's M- Meredith Marshall stated one of the reasons why he wanted uh, to embark on the venture of uh, developing downtown Jamaica is because they don't have restaurants, they don't have, like you said, a restaurant. There's not a restaurant row, uh, the shops that many people shop in in Long Island and Manhattan, and most importantly, housing. Um, but Meredith also mentioned. That it's the largest hub. Millions of people commute through Jamaica every day from the airport, LaGuardia, GFK, to Long Island, to, the, to Manhattan. And why is this major hub not saturated with all of the, the amenities that Long Island and Manhattan has? So I respected and appreciated that he said when he what what he realized one day it was like one sunday he decided to go take his family to downtown jamaica to, to eat and he said there's nothing out here so what do you have to do jump in the car and go to rockville center yeah so yep. a property taxes one of the things that i the correlations is the small businesses are impacted by property taxes because there's there's not a tax base so these big corporations are not here to absorb some of those taxes, so it, it, it falls on the small businesses who can't afford it
1: so that's, that's exactly right so you know my you know part of my vision for downtown Jamaica is is not only for you know to develop residential and retail but to develop um, corporate commercial mm. imagine we could have you know um, big buildings down there with companies down there you know with companies there so right. there are a lot of companies that have satellite offices in yeah long island yes or in long island city yes um in 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 in, 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 in downtown brook in new jersey in connecticut right so downtown jamaica could be a place like that Absolutely. where where people in southeast queens can get on a bus and and not have to get on the bus to the train to Manhattan. You can just get on the bus to go to downtown to make that work. Go to work. If if that happens, and I don't know if you call that gentrification. I don't know what you call it, but I call it, you know, investing in my neighborhood. Right. If that happens, then some of us could be CEOs over there. Mm-hmm. Some of us could be upper level management, middle management, lower management. Some of us could service those buildings. Some of us could, you know, even the Uber drivers get crazy to work. So you know, so we have to build an ecosystem of 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 of, uh, of, um, of economic engine so mm-hmm. that everybody can eat up and down. So I don't. So I like that kind of development. Um, you you and I both. Yes. Um, so and, and, and that's and that's part of my vision for downtown Jamaica, uh, where where that can happen. Then you'll have the tax base that could. Absorb a lot of the taxes that it'll take to maintain down right. there, then you'll have, then you'll also have the um, ability to for more of us to take advantage of, of the possibilities of downtown Jamaica. I
0: love it, I love it. I see your vision, I, I, I appreciate you for it. I know that you've done so much for the community and you do, you have you have such um, huge aspirations for for queens so i, I thank you for it no, it's about
1: us being able to and i, and I love what you're doing nadine uh, but it's about us being able to build uh wealth is about money it's about being in a, in a different space we shouldn't be afraid to talk about money right we shouldn't be afraid to talk about wealth i want my community wealthy right i want my people well, now what does that mean? That means I want you to be financially secure. Right. And you get out of survival <coughs> mode. Now, how high you go, it's up to you. But, but, but let's, let's not be comfortable surviving.
0: I love that. I love that.
1: That's right. And, and as, as, as a, as a, as a, as a uh, person of color and as a, as a policymaker we need to not be able, not to be afraid to talk about economics. We need not to be afraid to talk about wealth building and to do it and to get us on that track, right? If we're all talking about the same thing, if we, and then if, if, when it comes to, you know, I didn't, I don't like when they say, you know, when they talk about minority issues or black issues or what have you, they expect us all to be in talking about social services. But I'm not supposed to talk about technology. Hmm. I'm not supposed to be in the room, in the room to talk about money and to talk about wealth. When they have conversations about technology, for example, the conversation about, I shouldn't even bring this up, but the conversation about um I I, I won't. But certain conversations, they think that all of us are supposed to just be the oppressed, but none of us are but a black person and an owner. Oh no, 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 no. You're in the wrong place. Right. Oh, that's not you. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're all over here. The problem, Nadine, is that if we continue to do that, a generation from now, we're still going to be... Right. Op- the oppressed. We're still going right. to be not owners genera- If we keep pushing out uh, next generation, 20 years from now, we're still going to be in a certain space. We're still going to be in a certain space. We're still going to be... Part of the problem, too, is that when, if I look my, at myself in the mirror and don't believe that I can own... Then that's, the same, then that's going to be the same case for my entire community. Uh,
0: you, you touched on something really important that I had a conversation with my brother yesterday and his, his best friend. And You touched on technology, and this is a, a real estate podcast, Secrets of the Sale, but we, we need to talk about it because it, 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 there's a correlation here. Um, technology, like you said, destructive, destructive technology is happening every day. Amazon taking over, retail... Uh, Amazon wants to take over uh, shipping now. They wanna, they wanna take over uh, what UPS and they wanna take on those those big. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make is, we need to talk to our youth about technology. Our, our young black youth getting into tech fields. I remember President Obama before he left office. He was talking about where we should be directing our focus in technology because. That is the wave of the future. And if you're not in that sector,
1: like... So keep in mind, so I've been focused on, on, on the future and on technology. And some people say, oh, he talks about it too much. Or he's talking about technology too much or what have you. But could you imagine if we were, you know, in, the, you know, in a time where um, many of us... You know, where many of us were uh, people that tended horses, that tended the horse and carriage, blah blah blah. In the early 1900s, and imagine if we didn't learn to become car mechanics. Imagine if we didn't learn to become car salesmen. Imagine if we didn't learn to work in the factories in, in car factories. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we just stuck with the horses. Where would, where would our people be? Right. We, I mean, we're at that point now where. Just the technology today mm-hmm. in your neighborhood mm-hmm. changed the game with work i, I did a video about this uh, a few weeks ago where when i was coming up many of my brothers and sisters and i our first job was cashier at the supermarket mm-hmm. in the mall in the fast food place if you leave your house now and go to your closest home depot a third of the lanes of cashiers are self-checkout. Right.
0: I was on one yesterday.
1: <laughs> yes. If you go to CVS. Yes. Right? Walgreens, <clears throat> what have you. Self-checkout places. Mm-hmm. I went to Target yesterday. They had half cashiers, half self-checkout.
0: Wow. Which one? Are Green Acres?
1: The one right here in Elmont. Yes. Wow. McDonald's on Hillside. I didn't believe it. Somebody told me McDonald's uh, McDonald's has kiosks. I didn't believe it. I yes. didn't believe it. Yes. McDonald's has kiosks. The Chase Chase banks. more ATMs, right?
0: Yes. Bank tellers. There used to be many more bank tellers. There's like one bank teller per bank now. One, two, if you're lucky. There used and to be.
1: I remember the, there was five or six a row. So, uh, the, I went to uh, Shake Shack. It was okay. A Shake Shack. So yep. Danny Meyer opened up a Shake Shack. No cashiers, maybe. Which one? Uh, in on Astor Place on on uh, on Eighth Street in Manhattan. Wow. No cashiers. Wow. No Not one. So, if you're looking at the looking at what the trends are, where should our people be? Where should we be training our people? If you're still talking to me about, if you're still speaking about old jobs or the only thing that you're talking about is minimum wage. You, 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 you're doing a disservice to the community.
0: And to yourself. How can you afford to live in, the, in this community if, you, if you're not going after the jobs that's going to give you enough income to purchase, to live comfortably, and not be in survival mode, as you said.
1: And another thing that's, going, that's happening that we should be very aware, uh, uh, informed about and know about is with the technology, with the internet, with all this stuff, some people should be some people that have jobs should be creating their own jobs right and another part too is some people that have jobs technology allows you to have a side hustle
2: mm-hmm. so you should
1: be able to have a side job too so you, we should look into how do you invest in yourself because now the days of our parents where they worked for the same company for 40 years right. and retired after 40 years ain't happening no more correct so so how do we use this technology and where we are To create our own opportunities, to Mm -hmm. build wealth for ourselves, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very important for us to do that. That's how that that's what's going to close the gap, or what can close the gap, to be able to purchase these homes in these areas in this area. Because if you buy a house, if you sit on these houses in this area, right, you will be a millionaire in ten years. I mean, the asset will all be will be
0: right, right. Oh boy, Clyde, (laughs) we could go on for. Are there any parting words that you'd like to share with us?
1: First of all, I'd like to say, you know, Nadine, thank you for, for, for putting this together. Thank you for bringing information to the community and trying to grow our minds uh, and expand our possibilities and what's possible. Um, I'd like to tell folks that, you know, uh, almost anything is possible, right. you know, uh, in this world. And you can, you know, you think it, you dream it, you can make it work. Right. Um, but Protect your mindset and protect your ideas. Protect who you're around. Very important. Before you can do things, you know, before you can achieve certain things, um, it has to be manifest in your mind. Correct. And and who you're around affects that. So I tell young people, if you are, you can think you're the stuff. If you hang you know, if you're if you're an eagle, you know, that don't fly, but you hang around pigeons, you think you the stuff. Until you get around other eagles that are killing right. it. Right. That are flying real high.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: So are you around pigeons? Is is your crew the pigeons? If you if you're not around people that make you uncomfortable, it's a problem.
0: I like that a lot. I do.
1: Let me stop there. Let me start.
0: Clive Vanel, dynamic conversation, dynamic dialogue. Thank you so much for your time. Um, again, I feel like there's so much more. I literally have like a few more questions to ask, but you know, uh, we have two days away. We're two days away from two, three days away from Christmas. That's so. right. Merry Christmas, happy holidays,
1: <laughs> happy new year, happy Hanukkah, happy everything, Happy Quanta and everything.
0: So, thank you so much for your time again. Thank you. Uh, if. Can they recontact you or?
1: Yes, you can it? find me online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on you know at Facebook at you know Clyde Vanel at on Twitter at Clyde Vanel uh, on my um, Instagram on uh, Instagram yeah at Clyde Vanel uh, my website you know the New York State Assembly website you can find you know I'm all over.
0: Excellent. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Any questions you have, contact me at at gmail.com. Take care. Happy holidays.